Welcome back to the Gold Pod for your second episode with Meg BZK and Mason Versluce. I can we- tell you did that for the audio <laughs> listeners. We need to think about the audio listeners now. Because it's a podcast. Because it's a podcast. And we are officially on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, all of them. So go and listen. Click the links in the description. And go and listen on Spotify. We already have a bunch of streams on Spotify and everywhere. But we are back Does for a work? second episode. I'm excited. Meg BZK beautiful host right here that's kind of you crypto mason or mason versluce yes today we're going to talk about you today we're going to talk about mason today so content creator Mm -hmm. internet entrepreneur crypto investor Mm -hmm. i don't want to say conspiracy theorist maybe conspiracy conspiracy connoisseur truth seeker truth Truth seeker seeker. yeah um that's a way better title. For An me, amazing human being. You are a <laughs> truth seeker. I am. I feel like so many people misunderstand you and that you're very mis- misunderstood because of Crypto Mason. Like people think of you as Crypto Mason, but really that's just a character. And I am no, so grateful not. that I get to know Mason Versluce and Crypto Mason. But why do you think you're misunderstood by a lot of people out there? Uh, because they can't, like, some people can't fathom somebody actually having balance in terms of actually listening to both sides of some of a human or being able to objectively look at what somebody's saying. And I think it comes out in my videos where, like, you gotta be detached from your emotions to even watch some of my content. Because I'll be like, there's a certain content that if you're emotional about it, it's going to immediately polarize you. So I think because I make polarizing content on purpose, I think that's why people misunderstand me. Because I'll say one thing and then say the complete opposite. And it's just about like throwing all the information at the wall and then truth seeking and finding and kind of like distilling the truth out of that. So what do you think that people misunderstand about you the most? I know I'm jumping into this right off the bat and early, but I'm excited for today because I get to know you outside of who you are online and the stuff you put out online. And I just wish that so many people knew the other side of you. So that's Mm -hmm. why I'm the most excited today. Yeah. And I am jumping into this right away. But what do you think that is misunderstood about you the most? The most uh, is that I have some kind of bad or evil intention (laughs) about what I'm doing. That is the main thing. Like, especially in crypto content it's easy to think that the person making the video is like trying to mislead you or something i always like the default setting is like the best intention for the person watching right like i actually don't really care about my gain off what i'm what i'm doing it's all for that other person so i think the biggest misunderstanding about me is that there's some evil intention or i'm trying to pump my bags or whatever I think, it's not a really about that i think that's people with influencers in our space in yeah. general though right yeah. they they immediately whether that comes from jealousy or something else they're going to immediately go to um you know attack somebody about whatever they can attack on but i think that there's more people need to step back and listen to you for the information that you're providing and respect that about you because you're very smart and very knowledgeable about many different things. 
about dumb things. About dumb things. And I like, I think it was Steve Will Do It from the Nelk Boys who said this uh, first. Probably not. He said, I feel like the dumbest genius ever. And I relate to that. I literally feel like the dumbest genius. Because I know all about witchcraft and astrology and all this stuff that really doesn't help you in the regular life. Like, I know that it actually does help me. Yeah. It's just like this framework that I've implemented. But to other people, they they can't even listen to it because they don't care. Knowledge is power, though. And I think that people shut off to things that have that negative connotation due to the public's perception of it way too fast. I know that that's one thing that really intrigues me about you is you're smart about weird things (laughs) that aren't the norm but you're very knowledgeable around those things too and you can take bits and pieces of that information and share it in different areas of your life and understand things in the world a little bit better so okay I'm gonna jump back but you have just received your first YouTube play button so congrats you should have it here you should have have had it it's in the basement jet (laughs) go grab it (laughs) no but congratulations we have you Thank have another you. one on the way yeah, and you well, have many more on the way because this is just the beginning. So yeah. congratulations. Thank you. This, the funny story about the play button is that I'm not, I didn't just hit a hundred thousand. No. I hit a hundred thousand months ago. Months ago. I'm at 160,000. So why am I getting the play button now? I reached out to the YouTube team about four times or three times denied me my play button each time every single time they're like no you're not eligible no you're not eligible i'm like yes i am i'm at 100k and they said no so the main thing there was actually when i did a live stream reacting to elon musk on snl that was that was a long time ago that was well over a year ago but snl didn't like that it was actually like the SNL stream was here with 270,000 viewers. Yeah. And then my stream was right under it with over 200,000. And I have screenshots and stuff. The live stream pulled in like $3,000, $4,000 that YouTube took from me. They didn't give me that because SNL actually copyright stru- struck the video. So that's why I wasn't eligible for the play button. But now they have finally but sent you it. you got it. The other channel, my Crypto Mason 2 channel was also not eligible just because they didn't like my con- my crypto content. They said no. But it's on the way. But it's right? on the way. But now. it's on so the way. Shout out to YouTube. Yes, for that's that. exciting. I think we got to get funny, one for this channel. But it's so funny how big the play button is because I mean Jet has been running around outside like can't wait to show his friends. He came in after school. He's like, "Can I take a picture of your play button?" The coolest like he's, thing he's ever touched. Yeah, he said, he said that. He ran outside to his friends and that just shows like for that younger generation too how big that play button is and like you've accomplished something. Like that is a huge accomplishment. So, I'm so proud of you. Um, because you are Thank such you. a hard worker and you deserve that. And I know that that's honestly, you're, you're just getting started. So you are congrats. just getting started. Yes. <laughs> you'll, you will have that. We'll, we're going to get there. We will. We'll get there and then we'll have a big wall of play buttons eventually. Yeah. Um, so content, you have amassed millions of views now on all of your platforms. Where did this all start for you? Like, were you a creative as a kid? Um, talk about that a little bit because, you know, where did it all start for you? Honestly, like my dad instilled the creativity cause he's the most creative, creative person I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like we had all these, like we were on like creating an NFT project when I was like 10, yeah. like 
we created this thing called Tough Tales. And he if does... you're listening, he knows about Tough Tales. <laughs> Tough Tales was like this game where we had these lizard people, and he had probably a hundred plus of them, drawn out, hand-drawn by my dad. And you would, like, switch out the tail for different tails. They all had different tails. Easily could have been a massive NFT project if we pursued it now. But he always instilled that creativity and, like, think outside the box. Because he's very artsy, right? Like, he yeah. does um, finishing carpentry work. He draws. Yeah. He does drumming. So he's got that kind of artist background, right? One of the yeah. things that, um, you know... I love about you too is how much you've always talked so highly of your dad mm -hmm. and how much like even when we were talking back before we were dating like well over a year ago like you always talked about your dad so yeah. is he a big inspiration for creating content then like does that just for entrepreneurship and like being an inventor like he texted me right here that's why I picked up my phone he said the plan was to be able to work for yourself off your computer anywhere in the world anytime and you accomplish that pretty quickly Never stop grinding and thinking outside the box. So the main thing he's instilled is like thinking outside the box. But you can't forget about my mom too. Yeah. Because my no, mom absolutely. really facilitated the like responsibility and the all the cliche stuff that a mom should instill into their child. Yeah. That is, so you had a like, healthy balance of yeah. that growing up. But in terms of helping with my career, my dad has like definitely fueled that. And like, like I saw this guy invent... At least four things Yeah. that in in the coming six months after he invented it, mm -hmm. it was on Dragon's Den. His exact invention stolen. He had he had he has a patent for some uh, some invention that maybe we'll have to get Ryan we gotta on. Get him on. We gotta get him on here. Ryan, we're gonna get you on the podcast. And Jaden. Yes, and Jaden. We'll get into Jaden. <laughs> we'll talk yeah. about Jaden soon because you have a very creative family. But yeah, that's where the creativity came from for sure. Awesome. But and I'm not creative. I cannot draw f worth anything. I can't draw things. I can't. I want to make music. You're, you're but a I content really, creator like, though. So you are creative in a different way. Maybe yeah. not that artsy side of things, right? But that's also not true because we color a lot too. Yeah. Like we... We, and you draw well, and it. you like, draw like you that. used to sketch you told me like back in school and stuff right like you had drawings on drawings on drawings so mm -hmm. you know ask anybody about those church bulletins when i was in <laughs> church i would just dress up just decorate the whole bulletin that they would give you at the start it'd just be filled with Did weird you... symbols and stuff and like if anyone saw that i might have got kicked out of the church i feel like so you went to church. I did go to church. Yeah. When did when did that start for you? From birth probably till oh, I was baptized. Okay. And then we we were going for a very, very long time. And then it turned into just going at like Christmas and Easter. And then it turned into not going. Right. And, you know, I think for me, the church setting does not work. Church is everywhere. If you really want to know God, you can know him wherever. You don't need a building you do not need to sing songs. Who is this who is this God that wants you to sing songs to him? That's not needed anymore. You it's you can express your love for the higher power wherever you are. I agree with wherever that. Wherever you are. There, you don't need yeah. this big fancy building. So it does it just doesn't work. That method of mm -hmm. of spirituality doesn't work for me. For you. And that's understandable as well. Like I was also baptized. My family always went to 
well, more so around Christmas and stuff, but I grew up in uh, the Catholic school system all the way up through and high school. And you went to Sunday school, right? <laughs> you know what? I always did with my grandma when I was oh. out visiting her in Saskatchewan. I'd always go to um, church with her and we'd do some Sunday school stuff. And yeah, I mean... And how was that, having it, school five days a week and yeah. then having to go to this weird Sunday It was so Sunday long ago. Thing? I thought so, it was fun at that time because you got to do activities and arts and crafts yeah. and stuff. It wasn't really school. It no, was like it wasn't. Somewhere to go while your parents were I feel like we need to dive into this religion talk, though, on a whole episode because we oh, could yeah. get really into it. And again, it's something that you have a very unique perspective on that I highly respect. Yeah. And just to um, clarify my like religious stance, yeah. like my official religious stance, the only term I would let someone call me is an omnist and i'm going to make a prediction that omnism over the next 10 to 15 years will be the biggest thing because what omnism is is if you identify as an omnist you believe that every religion on earth has some truth to it or something that you can use for your for yourself so every you respect and acknowledge all religions and i think this is the obvious answer Right. Because like, yeah, we got to dive into this, but there are so many different religions and I think people just really need to respect other people's beliefs and values around religion. I mean, you can have your opinions that are your own, but just have that respect for other people that believe in different things. They believe in different things for a reason. Right. But I, I, yeah, (laughs) I I believe that like most Christians are actually would be better called omnis. Interesting. Because most Christians, you're like. Yo, do you believe in a higher power? And they, they're like, they believe in God, but not like the bit, the Bible God. Because they know the Bible God's a little bit weird. And we, let's just save this <laughs> let's for save another Let's save this for podcast. another episode. But I'm super fascinated by the topic of religion. And I know we both have very religious people on both sides of our family too. And um, I think this would be a good one to get into. So going back to creating content what was the very first video that you ever made and how old were oh, you wow. how old were you 21 you were tw- when you made your very first video yes what it whoa 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 what about like the yayo squad didn't oh, you guys have like no, I've been i mean no videos wait forever, i'm talking about cuz you're you're what do you call that gen- this generation cuz i'm obviously older than you <laughs> Um, but are you called like, you're not iPad kids. Cause that's more oh, no jet's way. age. Is That's the next generation where, are you like the YouTube kids generation? Like what, Internet what do they call that? Generation? Internet kids? Well, the... I don't know the actual like Gen X, Gen Z. I don't even know which one I am. Right. Really, but, um, so YouTube, was that your first platform that you were exposed to in watching content? Yeah. Well, okay. you mentioned Yayo squad. Yeah. What is that? Like, people right. Are I'm sorry. I'm Yayo sorry. So no, maybe... it's not a drug group because Yayo <laughs> is actually a street term for cocaine. I'm sorry. was the, is that a secret? Like what you call them? In no, <laughs> we got in trouble from our parents. So Yayo squad is a group of my friends called, and we just call ourselves the Yayo squad. And you know, we can get into the story about why it's called that. You know um, what, go, go ahead and share, though, about this group, first of all, because yeah. you are, like, I am envious in a way. You've had this same very tight group of friends that you talk so highly about all yeah. the time. Yeah. Forever. So, <laughs> yeah. Because my, my grandparents, I'm the third generation through my high school. So my grandparents went to my high school, my parents did, and then me. So it's just absolutely insane. But my parents have been friends with my friend's parents for since high school. So they all had kids that are similar ages. And then we all grew up from like zero day one 
to till now. now. And we call that group of us the Yayo Squad. That's awesome. And it has nothing to do with drugs. No, and you guys are all like really close. And oh, yeah. I've been again fortunate enough to meet these guys, most mm-hmm. of them almost yeah, now. One. Right? Yeah. And they're they're all pretty awesome human beings. Yeah. But those are the guys I started making videos with. Yeah. If you really want to talk yeah, about Yeah, no, we origin. I want I want to know your if you, do you remember the very first video that you made it's, and It's privated on on a YouTube channel. Yeah. It's We need it to was get that. 2014. <laughs> we need to get a copy of that. <laughs> Tw- I have it. 2014 yeah. uh we would make trick shot videos. Trick shot videos. Yeah. So inspired by Dude Perfect obviously. Don't know who that is. And yes, you do. You've I watched do. them. Dude, perfect. Is the, he the guy that the does the glitter bombs? Shot. No, nope. that's Mark Rober. <laughs> the tr- the trick shot guys. The guys who went to he went to space. One of their guys went I've to space. I've watched one video. Yeah, no, you watched <laughs> one more. One video the other I've, day. We've watched it together. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Old dude, mom, perfect. Mom stuff. Definitely inspired that. Uh, and those videos are just absolutely legendary. Like those, the songs used in those videos can like make me cry, to this day. Yeah. Like the songs we used because they're just so attached. So you guys to... just started filming. Well, it would be sleepovers. We would have sleepovers and my parents would be out and we had the whole house to ourselves. So we would just make these crazy trick shot videos, set up chairs, mini basketballs, chucking it across the room. So I wonder if stuff. when we were in like back because I grew up in a small town too. Oh, I'm not even on the camera. Yeah, you are, I think. Okay, oh, we're good no now. We're good now. We're good now. So I had again that my same group of friends or whatever. But when we were like grade seven, grade eight, Jackass was the thing. Mm. So we used to do stuff like they rode tricycles off of like the roof, and we ran after golfers and masks and stuff like dumb stuff. Yeah, I need to get my hands on those. So if any of you guys are watching this, <laughs> please send me those first videos. But I, they're on like VHS. They weren't online videos. But we do have those. We used to do dumb stuff too. It's crazy how people or groups like that just like infect a whole generation and like influence a whole generation. Like, yeah, Dude Perfect definitely did it. Jackass, I can easily see how they did that. Yeah. And there's just so many more that it's like, and and what's the groups now? It's like... Everyone looks up to Mr. Beast, I yeah, think, is the Mr. biggest Beast thing. It's the Beast group. It's the NBA Logan Paul, houses, like... the Hype House, the um, Amp House, all those guys. See, and I don't know much about that stuff, like yeah. th- that kind of YouTube stuff. But yeah. So you've been creating videos for a very long time then. So you did the Trick Shot videos. So that was kind of your first channel. Yeah. Then? Then that, yeah, that was called Only Epic HD. Okay dope name <laughs> interesting Not really. uh that was called that and then i, I made minecraft videos so I you're made a gamer minecraft videos so you oh, gamed. Yeah. yeah yeah i was heavy gamer heavy gamer on minecraft uh yeah minecraft rocket league fifa call of duty all of those yeah so you made those videos and then what was next i want to get into knowing more about all of your channels because you you have tons of yeah. Then of different we, channels. <laughs> we also kind of morphed. Uh, excuse me. The only Epic HD thing we it, it kind of morphed into something called Day One Boys, where it was just all of us, all the Yayo Squad people making group content. We did that for a while. Did pretty decent, uh, but then I believe like right after that, if the time frame is right, right after that I started uh, three channels. 
And that was my spiritual channel, my crypto channel, and my music reaction channel. All at once. I was making like 15 videos a day. And my thinking was I'm just going to launch three rockets. I'm going to work equally as hard on every single rocket. And whichever one doesn't pitter out, I'm going with. Going with. So I realized pretty early on that the spiritual content's not really going to go anywhere. The world's not ready for what I have to say on that type of thing. I think it's maybe in the next... It's a great outlet for you, though. Yeah, it's a necessary that. outlet, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, my music reaction channel, I just stopped. Uh, yeah, that was insane. I was doing 10 videos a day on that channel, dropping them all at once. Uh, and that was doing pretty good. I got monetized on that one. I started the, I started the year with a goal to get monetized on one channel obviously ended up with three and this was when you were 21 then yeah 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 in 2021 so when um, you were a teenager did you know that this is what you wanted to do like were you guys into watching youtube back when you were teenagers oh, yeah. like did you have any incline that this is what you wanted to do or what did you want to do so i was always in the consumer role in terms of watching youtube it was never like yeah i want to be the youtuber at all like, I'm a YouTube junkie. Like, I don't watch too much anymore, really. But that's I was... We have YouTube I, on all the time here. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, there were periods where I'd delete the app. I'd, like, start a new account just to ditch that whole subscription list that was, like, locking me into this trap of watching hours and hours of stuff. But that's where most of my actual knowledge comes from is watching countless thousands of hours of that Um what was the uh, question there? Again? <laughs> did you know that when you were a teenager, oh, yeah. did you know that YouTube is what you wanted Absolutely to do? Absolutely not. No, you ask anyone you... from like my high school, Yeah. if you tried to take a picture of me in high school, I would throw my hand up. Yeah. I did not want anything you... to do with the camera. <laughs> yeah, right. I I'm just like, kidding. boom. Like I used to have an Instagram picture on my Instagram of me like this in front of like this wall. Didn't care to be. No, I was kind of almost self-conscious too and just didn't. I don't want to be on camera. So did getting on camera then help with that confidence though? The it's, more and more you did it? It was just a thing of like, I'm going to completely invert everything that anyone knows about me. Complete invert. I changed my Instagram name and you know. Like 10 times. <laughs> people know how, like Instagram is kind of like binded with your human. Like it's super, because all your family and friends and stuff follow you on there so it's like a really big deal to change your instagram name to something that's like not your last name or not like true to who you are so i changed that and got on camera like that was that inversion and it was just a point i reached like recently if you go on my instagram right now you'll see a video uh, of me talking about the crypto mason channel when it was at 460 subscribers and at, if you watch until the end of that video, I say, like, I have reached a point. Like, that was the point. I have reached a point where I, I give zero Fs anymore. I do not care. And I say it in that video. And, yeah, I have a, I have a whole camera where I dedicated a camera. It's actually in here. But I took the SD card and took everything off of it. A whole camera that, that um, documented the whole rise. And you can just see it. Like every day I would wake up and just record myself growing this channel. 
and if you want a weird story, I would also wake up and then there was this tree in my backyard and it was barren like because it was like winter or something. And I started and every day I would come and watch that tree grow. And as the tree blossomed, my channels blossomed. So a cool exercise for someone to do is find a tree like that and watch it every day because it will show you what real growth like means. If you watch a tree, I watched it every day. I saw it grow and grow and grow with intention. I went down there. I'm like, I'm looking at this tree. That's going to be my channel as this flourishes. And it and it did. That's amazing. Because I don't think people really pay attention to that kind of stuff at all. Like people aren't self-aware enough to know about those kinds of things. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. that is what's happening internally. But that yeah. comes then back to mani- – like you're going back to manifestation – and that's something that you're big on as well, which we'll get to. Yeah, well, but... on that quickly, <clears throat> the manifestation, <clears throat> I encourage everyone to go to my Instagram and watch that video. <clears throat> that was something where I, I picked up the camera when I had nothing. And I said, okay, I'm going to record myself with nothing, with the intention of, in the future, having something. In the video, I also say, if you're seeing... I say, this is only for me. This recording is only for me. But if you're seeing it, that means I did something. Now you're seeing it, right? So that is a clear display of manifestation. I tried to do that though, because I want that as proof to like show my friends, show my family and show anybody that you can, you can actually do it. All it takes is one year. It's hard to find that proof of manifestation. A lot of people don't understand manifestation and what that you know, doing that kind of pointless in the mirror stuff every day or whatever, you know, manifestation means to somebody. Um, But to have that physical, clear picture, like this is what it is and that proof, it's just so much more powerful. Yeah. So what was your first job? So what was your first job? My first job was... um, Working in the real world. Well, first, like... (laughs) money I made was obviously like chores I feel like but then that morphed into trying to make money through gaming and like uh Minecraft PayPal was making money. videos ever uh like making videos money ever in the brain at this point <laughs> I had a I had a Minecraft fan page of a dude named LOL it's Alex uh, it's crazy because he now follows me, and when I messaged him, he knew who I was. Really? <laughs> and it's just crazy because I was I was making a fan page of him, and I actually got so many views because this kid was blowing up. Uh, but that never brought me any money. But Minecraft selling in-game items and all that was my first amount of money. But then my actual first official job uh, was Burnaby Lake greenhouses at a greenhouse. Yeah, not the fun type of greenhouse. So he's going to plant our garden this year outside is what you're saying because I kill plants or plants die in my my area. Yeah. (laughs) A Uh, greenhouse. Yeah, it was a greenhouse. How long do you work there for? Mm, Two years or something or a year and a half. So is that like during high school then? Yeah. Yeah, summer job type thing. Yep, and like the winter or like the breaks, school breaks, I would just go and work there and it just drove me insane i'm sorry ken but it drove me insane and you know that when i quit i said yeah i'm making more money in my pocket 
Because at that time, I also was uh, running a music marketing agency and making a lot so of money So was that for your entrance into entrepreneurship oh, then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, music marketing agency. Yeah. So I guess that comes from your passion of music. Yeah, 100% and rap and like... Can we hear you rap? No. Jaden, can you send me that video, please? I think I have one on my phone, actually. He sent me of you rapping. Maybe we'll I know that for sometime. sure. Like, if I ditched everything else and used the current following I have and spent a year, I could be number one in the rap game. Whoa. Big or at statement. Least, <laughs> at least garner a large <laughs> amount of people. Yeah. But... I don't know. You, you're you, very musical. You drum, right? Well, with your hands all the time. time but like, ago. you're good. Mm-hmm. And my dad's a really good drummer too. You beatbox. Can mm-hmm. you beatbox for me right no. now? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> make this fun. <laughs> Can you rap for me then? <laughs> no. Okay, but you do it all. So that was your first real like gig into entrepreneurship, and yeah. just always a music lover. Basically. Basically. Yeah. And if you're wondering what I was doing at the marketing agency, it was mainly Spotify playlisting, pitching uh, artists to playlists, trying to get them on playlists, get them more streams, SoundCloud reposts. Were you doing that for quite a while? Like, Mm -hmm. Were you doing that for quite a while? That was your first real internet business? Yeah. And then what happened? Why didn't Uh, you PayPal banned me. PayPal banned you. Yeah, PayPal, uh, they deemed what I was doing as high-risk transactions uh, because they're, cause it was a digital service. You can't prove if the person got it or anything, and people were filing disputes and stuff like that. So they deemed it high-risk, and they banned my payment processing. Uh, and then I spent a – yeah. So I went from, like, six-figure income, boom, zero overnight. There was no income coming in at all. I couldn't receive payments. And that's why I'm so passionate now about crypto is because You've nobody had... on this planet can stop you from sending me Bitcoin or sending me XRP. Nobody. You cannot stop that from happening. Uh, and I've had like, that's that firsthand experience with a, a effed up system that makes me just, that's fueling me at all times was that moment uh, because it was just so... I was I'm numb to money so when that happened I didn't I didn't care I knew exactly I had already planned like I knew that couldn't last forever what I was doing I didn't set it up to last forever so it was more just like including one of your hobbies something that you love doing and making money from that yeah oh I know for sure I could run a big record label too like the stuff I learned there doing that was I would love to be uh, or love to create a record label because I'm pretty confident that like me and my friend Ryan, we actually made a a massive course, massive course. Like I I don't even remember, like 60 lessons, video content, uh, written content, everything uh, called the four M's uh, about how to blow up as a rapper because we felt so confident we knew so that that was out there, but yeah. Is it still out there? Can we can we still somewhere. find it? Oh yeah, it's somewhere. I think. Try find it. 
So in music then, who inspires you the most? Who are some of your favorite artists? They're all music on the wall is, up here. I can see that, but they can't. Um, when, did, when did I get that? We've got more to put up. That We've got all of on... these album covers. All of Mason's favorite artists are on this wall. I did like a collage for, mm-hmm. uh, what was that for? Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day, Day. yeah. yeah. Um, so you have a few different artists up there. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share? Like The Weeknd, Drake, ones... Kid Cudi, Michael Jackson, Prince. Uh, and you yeah, listen Kendrick to these Lamar, guys like Kanye. in depth and you're kind of a words guy it seems. <laughs> it yeah. seems like you you take every word for yeah a different meaning I'm, than I'm most. I'm just <laughs> obsessed with like the come up. Obsessed with the come up and the journey of these people from like going from zero like homeless some of these guys to billionaire like jay-z homeless to billionaire the weekend homeless to forbes list that's in his lyrics right he says homeless to forbes list and like he like it's just so insane that whole rise to fame is just so interesting to me and and how each person manages it differently like it is something that's not studied but will be studied very soon is like how a human reacts to massive fame. And it's, it's like, I don't know. It just interests me a lot. So these, with these guys, it's more of like, I'm so interested in that story and the evolution and their eras and all of that. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think here about other things that you said about music to me. Yeah. Um, I could say a lot. I could have a whole music podcast easily. Should we do a music episode too, or we just? I think <laughs> it'll just this? infuse itself because I like I live through these people too. Like they're so inspirational that it's like, it's built in. Like lyrics are my bible. Like lyrics are absolutely my bible, especially artists like Russ, uh, who you know Russ's music has the keys to manifestation. His whole catalog of music is the blueprint to manifestation and how to be successful. He has, He's like the Napoleon Hill of the rap game. That's what he calls himself. And he is. So dudes like that and Drake, their lyrics, like Drake is a more classy rapper to where he's not really about the drugs at all, really. He mentions it, but he's more about this boss uh, aura and like Rick Ross, like this boss just like all about the money basically and some of the lyrics just i just live through them they just inject themselves and it's why i can work so hard and why i can uh achieve the exact lifestyle i want and stuff in terms of money so if you could meet one artist dead or alive who would it be Mm. just one and that's it michael jackson michael jackson yeah the king the king. He will always be the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would meet Michael Jackson. You have a Michael Jackson glove. I do. <laughs> and some figurines. Yeah. You're a big Michael fan. What's your yeah. favorite song by Michael? Oh, man. <coughs> uh, Heaven Can Wait. They Don't Care About Us. Uh, Billie Jean. Beat It. Uh, man in the Mirror is probably top three. That was a um, later song, wasn't it? One of his later ones. Man in the Mirror. Yeah, yeah. I believe one of his so. Later albums. Let me just check what my top. I could 
pop up my top listen to, but that's probably not going to happen. Uh, what else? <coughs> yeah. Keep the faith. Like there's so there's just way too many to even list. Uh, but I listed some good ones there. I think Unbreakable. Did you like the Michael Jackson show we saw in New York, the oh Broadway my show? Did you? I loved it. That was amazing. <laughs> I love Broadway shows though. Yeah. Yeah, that does dude who one? does the Michael, like, who is yeah. spot on. And he gets recognition from the Jackson family, actually. Right. For what he does. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was so amazing. good. So going back to kind of your career and now, like, around creating content and stuff, are there any failures that have happened that stand out to you, like, in your whole journey? And what have you learned from that? I think that failures aren't something that we talk about enough and I think a lot of people shy away from failures, but it, failures, you know, are a good thing. And it, it takes a lot for people to see that fail, failing is a good thing. I struggle with that personally even some days. Yeah. But do you have any failures that stand out in your career as a content creator? Yeah, I don't really know that word. It, do, it just doesn't exist or, in my world. Have you failed at anything? Oh, 100 million percent. But I, it doesn't exist to me as a failure you know they all the cliche thing is that you know failures are <coughs> learning opportunities right don't look at a failure as a failure it happened for a reason you're just it's te it's teaching you a lesson so should, but they just don't exist as failures in my head so should we rephrase it to what is the biggest lesson that you've learned in your journey Maybe. so far but what is you, the if, biggest lesson the biggest lesson uh is I don't even know. It's a tough one. I, I, the biggest lesson is that you're, you got to be in control of your mind and like you can actually do anything. Um, so that comes back to being self-aware. Yeah. Self-awareness. But as for specific failures, like that course that me and Ryan made, like, we calculated like the sales we could do like, Oh, if we sell for 250 and we sell a hundred, we made 250,000 or whatever. It didn't do. Nobody bought it. Nobody bought it. Right. And those type of small failures, they don't exist in my head as failures. Instead it exists as, Hey Mason, dude, it's way harder than you think to sell a course for $250. That's extremely hard. Even we lowered the price down to like 50. Nobody buys it. So that was, it just comes in as a lesson instead of saying you failed at selling a course. It doesn't come into my head like that. When something happens, it comes <clears throat> in positively. Like it's already inverted for me. And I think that's the main way that you get to where you got to be is like when those thoughts come in, they have to be inverted immediately. And like you, I love, it is, I, I believe it's an occult saying, uh, but fake it till you make it is absolutely true, but only on certain things. Cause that can get really bad. So in terms of failures, there are specific failures, right? Like I lost a six figure income overnight. That's a failure, but it doesn't come into my head as that it comes into my head as, Hey, you need to do something else. Pivot to content creation have you always your... been that way or did it take you time and like maturing to kind of get that mindset because a lot of people develop that over the over time but since i've known you you've really had that mindset under control yeah oh no <laughs> it, it was 
I put in five years of subconscious programming. I would go to sleep listening to subliminal messages. I would watch any... Ma I know, like, if you ask me about any manifestation quote from, like, a celebrity or something, I can tell you what interview it's from. Like, all of that. I just went hard into the motivational content from, like, 15 to 20. 21. Was hard into, like, I... Yeah, I cleared, like, my skin with sub subliminal messaging and affirmation. Like, it was... The results I saw from that were just absolutely insane. And I, I miss doing the affirmation stuff. But there's some times where you just have to, like... It's so built in as my, my operating system now that it's never going away. And it, it's all you got to do is put in, like, two to five years of really brainwashing yourself and just everything you do from that point on is going to be successful because failure won't exist to you it'll just be like okay that didn't work so there might be a lot of people who don't even know what subliminal messaging yeah. is so how would you explain yeah. that to somebody new and what would be the purpose of it in the long run because that's again something that's not talked about out yeah on social media oh, too yeah. much right super powerful stuff. How would you um, explain it to somebody that doesn't know anything about it? Yeah. So what subliminal messaging is, is it talks to your subconscious instead of your conscious. So that voice in your head that talks to you is your conscious, but beneath that there's your subconscious and it's kind of like the operating system. Uh, and some people have a really messed up subconscious and and that, what that can do is just create failure in everything they're doing and just make everything go wrong. So you got to start like at the, at the very bottom. But what subliminal messaging is, is it's an audio track that's usually eight hours long or an hour on loop. And it's like meditation music. But under it, under the meditation music, uh, is a voice literally saying the affirmations. So it'll be like, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am successful. And it just repeats for that whole eight hours and you sleep to it. Because when, you, when you're sleeping, your subconscious is really vulnerable. <coughs> so it gets in there and your subconscious can actually listen to it because your conscious is asleep. Uh, so I would use those. Those are extremely powerful. If you, wanna, if you want some of those to use, if anyone's listening and they want some, join our Discord and go in the spiritual chat and just tag crypto mason and say yo i want subliminal messages to use and i'll give you the best ones because you have to be really careful because you don't know what messages are actually under that music they could be trolling you or screwing you up so you need proper ones but that's what that is and so that would be gold squad 777 oh, yes. on twitter yeah or what's the website what's gold our squad website <laughs> goldsquad.io yeah we'll link that always down below but yeah. there's lots of different chats in there yeah Awesome. Well, <laughs> we covered a lot of I know, different but stuff. we're just jump. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm jumping all over the place here because there's just so, so you're just so full of so much different knowledge. And I just want to talk about it all right now, but I know. But it, this is the thing, like yeah. as we go through these podcast episodes, every story you've ever lived is going to come out. Mm -hmm. Every piece of info, you know, on certain topics is going to come out. So there's no, I don't think there's any rush for us to just try and infuse everything because we want these people to come along on a journey 
uh, with us on the Absolutely. podcast and like see this get to a hundred episodes, you and know, see those transformations and different takes on things and yeah. whatnot. After hearing Joe Rogan say that, like when he started his podcast, it really changed his life. Yeah. Because I mean, first of all, in our relationship, this is an amazing way to just have a focused conversation. Like for you guys in relationships, how much, how much, how many times do you just get to sit down and there's like zero distraction and it's like an hour conversation with your loved one? Is this therapy? No, <laughs> Not that we no, need but, therapy. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm serious. Like, right? You're right. This... It's so like soothing almost. Yeah. Because we, we do talk a lot oh, about yeah. all different things, yeah. but it's nice to get into different things too. Yeah. And to just converse and stuff. Yeah. Um. So what motivates you to succeed as like Mason versus Luth? Um, you know, what motivates you now? Freedom, like complete, utter freedom and, and being a display of freedom. So displaying that you can reach freedom fast and powerfully to other people and then helping them do it. Yeah. But the the biggest way to help someone do something is to just be it yourself. And and either it's going to just like make them jealous or it's going to motivate them to gain the freedom. So I want to display like a certain lifestyle of complete utter freedom in every aspect. Freedom in your mind and what you think, freedom in what you say, freedom in uh your money, financial freedom. That's a big one. Financial freedom blocks all other freedoms. All other freedom. I agree. A hundred percent. Everything, it, money runs the world, unfortunately. It's one of those things that that is the factor. So you need to make money if you want to. And, you know, people go, oh, money doesn't bring happiness. But money can bring freedom, more freedom. Money can bring more opportunities to do things in the world. So. Yeah, money runs your life. Yeah. And the world. And the world. Yeah. So what so does, motivates me is complete, utter freedom. Do you feel like you're working on a day-to-day basis? Do you find that what we do is work? Like, does it feel like work to you? No. Never. I agree. Never. It's, it's more of a mission. Like a oath to myself to gain that freedom for myself and then just like explode like a bomb and everything that's touching me also becomes free <clears throat> you know so any any person that's directly coming into contact with my energy is freed that's inspired it. by you to kind yes. of make those changes in their own life and but it can get really literal right they mm-hmm. they can come in contact with your energy and be inspired to take action to become free or you can be so powerful, I can be so powerful in myself, or you can be so powerful in yourself, that when someone comes into contact with you, you can actually instantly free them. And, and what that basically means is just having a ton of money and remaining yourself. That's all that means. Because if I'm a billionaire, I can free any family member or friend I want. I can employ them, and they can do... They can get me a coffee once a day on a six-figure salary. That's the real goal, is to be able to put my friends and family on a six-figure salary, save them from their job, and you just get me a... You go and go to the 
gas station and get me an energy drink every day and you're getting paid six figures that and then they can do whatever they want with their life that type of thing is the ultimate goal but that's when you become so powerful that they come in contact with your energy and they're automatically free for right now what we're doing is we display this freedom energy and they come in contact and they just get inspired right they get inspired to to do things and then maybe they follow us on our socials and you know they keep up with our content and what we're saying and teaching them about crypto and teaching them about financial literacy i find there's still so many people in the real world like even personal friends and family member of mine that won't follow my meg bzk pages just because they don't get crypto and stuff but it's just so much more than that right? Like we do have that freedom to work from our laptops from anywhere in the world. And I think there's nothing more powerful and nothing that feels more powerful than inspiring other people to be able to do the same, to not be at the hand of somebody else's passive income, right? And not feeding somebody else's family, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and that's great. And don't get me wrong, nine to fives are for some people and they love that structure. They love that schedule. They love knowing what's coming in every month and and that's okay. And I'm not ever saying that that's not, but personally, I just want to be able to do that on my own. And for other people that feel stuck in their nine to five, know that they can do that too if that's what they want to do, but you need to take that risk in order to do that. Yeah. You need to start somewhere. Exactly. And on the point that you said about some of your friends and family that won't follow the MegBZK page because it's about crypto, I don't believe that you're here to just be a crypto content creator. No. (laughs) I think that, like we talked about it in the last episode of the major like universe lesson that's being taught to you, in, in my opinion, is to put your actual real true thoughts on display for people and speak it into the world <laughs> and really actually be about a, a certain message. Yeah. So I think, <clears throat> and when you have friends and family that <clears throat> won't do that because they just don't want to or, or don't they don't like it or they don't care about it, you, you know, I always say this thing. Nobody will listen to you unless there's a Lamborghini and a, a stack of gold sitting beside you and one for them. They won't listen to any spiritual shit I say. No manifestation, no affirmation stuff until there's a mansion behind me and one for them. Which then is... they'll listen. They'll be like, oh, how'd you do it, bro? What the... F-? Well, I'm going to say the same thing I've been saying the whole time is how I did right. it. While I was doing it, I was saying how I'm doing it. We've talked about this before, too, because there will be a time where you post like an amount or something around the financial end and I'm like don't do that like just be humble or like you know but you're like no like people want to see that lifestyle they want to see that you were able to do this and have x amount of this or whatever like people do want to see that where I'm very conservative on that side of things and maybe I I don't want to say more humbled because that's not the word but I'm just not like I see it a bit differently I guess I don't like the whole brag it's not bragging rights though again when you're you're trying to show people because you're you know what they want to see yeah right like you know people want to see that it's a vicious game though (sighs) because it's just a vicious game of who who is more credible right and with my age my age doesn't do me any good really in terms of credibility hell no No. 
Because you've achieved so much at such a young age. But that's what, that's the positive part of it. The negative part of it is these dudes who are older or women who are older saying, what does he know? He's 20, whatever. Why I can't. And then my rebuttal is like, I can't have an opinion until I'm 40 here. Yeah. Or what's going on? I see that come up a lot on your comments and whatnot that you are so young, but people don't realize that you put in 18 hours a day around this subject, right? Around the subjects that you want to be smart about. Yeah. And anybody can do that same thing. Yeah. doesn't I mean, matter how old you are. Like I didn't know anything about crypto, but what did I do? I took 16 hours a day and I just went for it and I learned everything I could and I still am constantly learning. Yeah. You have to be curious though. Mm-hmm. You have to be eager to learn mm-hmm. or else people are going to just stay stuck. Yeah. But with 22 and where you're at, like people need to know like no yeah you just have to put in the time it's it's simple it's a simple formula i mean i even shocked my my own grandma yeah when i started making crypto content yeah my grandma started watching and she's like what the (laughs) like how do you know all of this yeah and i'm like you haven't even seen this like nobody has seen these five years like it's really from 15 to 20 that i went ham on absorbing everything possible it's a switch like you just said you have to be curious and eager to learn but that's a switch you can flip like flip the switch in your brain and say whatever i see i want to understand now yeah so go scroll on twitter and do not scroll past a tweet unless you fully understand what that person said why they said it and who and who they are like do that it's gonna change your life like as soon as you start you flip the switch to absorb mm-hmm. everything around you, no matter who it's from. Trump or Biden, who cares? Hitler or Gandhi, who cares? It's one thing I say about people even learning crypto content. Like, start with the basic, and if there's a word you don't understand, Google that word and under until you understand it. Read different perspectives on that word, different definitions, until you get it, until you understand what it is, and then move on to the next thing. Amazing right? exercise, yep. I mean, 100%. what is blockchain? It could take someone five days to, under, if not longer, to yeah. understand that word, yeah. right? But once you've got that grasp and you actually get it, then okay, move on to the next thing because that's yeah. how you're going to grow the most. Yeah. The funny thing about crypto is like one term leads to 10 more. <laughs> and one it, term leads and to 10 more. Not, it's not easy to understand. Especially for the older generation. It's it's a It's... They don't even understand. Some like 50, 60, like oh, we my, have people that follow us that the, are that old. Oh, absolutely. And they're in there learning and yeah. I love to see that. Yeah, I love. We have some older people in the Discord too even. And I think that's so awesome that there's people that are like older that are motivated to learn new things to try and change, right? Like we've got all these old guys in the real world banking world like Buffett and you know, these guys that have just done the same thing for so long, but it's worked for them. So why would they ever care to do anything different? And I find old people have old people, mm-hmm. old people have that mindset like, oh, this has worked for me. So why change it? They're going to keep doing what they are doing when it hasn't really worked to the level that they want it to work to. So to see older people in our discord get inspired to tr- want to learn new things and the new ways and kind of evolve with technology or just the world in general is really cool to see. I think. I totally agree. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so 
I have a question. Yeah. I was going to leave this till closer to the end, but I'm not sure. What, yeah, oh, what we're already 56 we? minutes, so okay. we are getting closer to the end okay. anyway. I think a lot of people really want to know this about you. Oh? Yeah. What is it? Are you in the Illuminati? <laughs> Am I in the Illuminati? If you scroll Mason's TikTok page, one of his two pages, Mason vs. Loose or Crypto Mason... This guy's Illuminati. Are you in the Illuminati? Like the questions, they keep coming. And that has happened. Stop it. That has happened. <laughs> You're just going to make this worse. But no. Are you in the Illuminati? Let's answer this for once and for all. Once and for all. Fuck the Illuminati. I am not in the Illuminati. I am here to destroy the Illuminati. Oh my gosh. If Don't the Illuminati contacts me, I will immediately flame them on my socials and expose exactly who contacts me from the illuminati when i throw when i do this i'm mocking the illuminati don't get i am us making trouble. fun of them she's not a part of this don't touch her or jet <laughs> yeah it's me no i'm here to destroy the illuminati i do not I, this is another thing again we're gonna do it we have to do an episode discussing this because you are so knowledgeable around these sort of, I'm going to say conspiracies, even though conspiracy theorist or conspiracies is just a term that needs to be put out the door because these people end up usually end up being right is what we're seeing. Like mm -hmm. these people that are labeled conspiracy theorists or think there's like a world elite or whatever. No, this stuff actually goes on. You just have to look in the right places and you can find factual information. And that's a topic though that again, you're just so knowledgeable on. And I know you've read tons of books on this stuff and um yeah the I'm whole so illuminati thing is to... is pretty misunderstood yeah majorly, majorly misunderstood. misunderstood and that's why i do feel comfortable saying what i just said is because i understand that it is misunderstood uh what those people are and what they do and and why they did what they did and why it is what it is now and we will have wait. to save that i can't wait to sit and talk yeah. about this because it's very interesting mm-hmm to to discuss these things and to just learn that this exists the crazy uh -oh. thing though <laughs> you just gave me that look <laughs> the crazy thing on this is my name doesn't help anything i'm named mason and the illuminati is the freemasons so it doesn't help and then i've made my brand crypto mason and people think that i am a crypto mason no i am crypto mason i'm not a crypto mason right uh, and you know, crypt can be like cryptic. So they think I'm like a cryptic Mason. Like, but kind you of... kind of are like you decode stuff. You yeah. have like, I know new... what they know. You think about numbers in a different way. You're constantly adding up numbers. You're mm -hmm. taking one word, um, and you're dissecting every little piece of that word every time we speak. <laughs> yeah. I, every time no, there's a discussion. But again, yeah. I've learned so much from that. So we'll have to talk about that a lot more in depth yeah you guys want to go deeper down the conspiracy uh rabbit hole about crypto mason my full <laughs> name is mason ryan versluce so let's just decode that a little bit take mason and then take the first two letters of my middle name and you get masonry there you go thank you parents for uh naming me i, I was actually named after off a walmart commercial but that's another story were you really yeah 
Interesting. They saw a Walmart commercial and there was a little kid and it popped up the name Mason and they wanted to name me that. That's cute. That is cute. But no, I am not in the Illuminati (laughs) and you guys heard my offensive answer to that. Is there anything else you want to share? About that side of things? Before we get into rapid fire questions? On the Illuminati thing, I, I did used to draw the eye and the the uh, triangle and the eye and the pyramid on all my school papers <laughs> any teacher that had me you know my paper was filled up with that even like government provincial exams oh yeah there was illuminati pyramids going <laughs> straight to that federal whoever uh marking my exam they were seeing that so whoever needs to know or whoever needed to know that i'm aware of the illuminati now knows do you ever wish that people would, like, listen to you more and what you had to say on this kind of stuff? Oh, uh, yeah. Be- because, again, like, you're just so knowledgeable with, I, I'm not calling them weird things, but just different things that aren't, that are very taboo mm-hmm. in today's world that, you know, people try and keep off social media and stuff. Yeah. Um, so do you wish people would listen and try and understand these things a bit more and yeah. respect that? Because it's hard to just yeah. sit with a mind full of it. Yeah. It's really hard to just sit in a mind that has all of this going on and, and there's when there's nowhere to push it out to. And that's right. why it's important for me to have a spiritual outlet of some sort so I don't blow up. Because it really, some just of the deep, up. dark stuff that does go on is known and then it just like mm-hmm. compounds. Yeah. But so... You like with your platforms and you know, you have grown a big platform. Are there conversations now that aren't being had or topics that you feel need to be talked about out there? Like, is there anything that you want to use your platform for that you, you know, may have started already or maybe don't already and you know, want to like make changes and in the world and, and all that? Uh, You've talked a little bit to me about this stuff, so I'm just, I think that it's... I think it's confusing to why nobody with an extremely large platform has chosen to really expose the truth. And there has been that. There's been people who gain a large platform and then try to say the truth. And what usually happens to them is they're put in jail... Their reputation is tarnished or they are killed. So the clear strategy to do it is to blow up while basically saying nothing and then get the whole following and then drop truth bombs on people. Mm. And just what that takes, though, is to not care about the monetary gain, to not care about the brand the fame just caring about making those changes and bringing people like awareness but then you're labeled a conspiracy theorist yeah you know because the world still feels so yeah but i believe there's a way to present it to someone that can instantly switch them there's a way and you know people like andrew tate and people like xxx tentacion and people who have tried to put the message out there's just always a certain thing that tarnishes them or like you call X a wife beater or you call him what, uh, 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 whatever you call Andrew Tate, a, uh, sexist, whatever. There's always something that tarnishes them to where no, not the whole world can listen. 
So I'm very intrigued by that too of a leader. It was kind of Michael Jackson, but they tarnished that too. Michael Jackson, instead of saying the truth, he rarely actually just said the truth and like tried to change the world. He did it through his music. And the music was getting the spins and the play around the world. And the actual energy that he infused into the music was like changing stuff. Michael Jackson could have united all world leaders better than any world, real world leader. He had all the, all the presidents loved him, royal family. He could have done that shit. But they smoked him too as soon as he started talking about Sony. As soon as he became way too powerful in the music business. They took him out. So he's, I believe that he's the latest and greatest attempt at really, really shifting and changing the world. Andrew Tate was going to be, not anymore though. He is, the funny thing, here's what I'll say about Andrew Tate, then we can move forward. Andrew like, Tate, do I have to listen to yeah. Andrew Tate talk here? The thing I'll, with, give you, I'll give you that. I will say this. There's a reason Andrew Tate was released from prison on the day that The Matrix was released. That is, I don't believe in coincidences, like the Matrix movie was released on the exact same day that Andrew got out of prison. That's because Andrew Tate is the Matrix for a lot of young men. He's keeping you in the Matrix. You are looking up to him and bowing down to this random man who flexes his Bugatti instead of actually working on yourself. You're li trying to live through Andrew Tate, but you don't do shit for yourself. His core message, like everyone says, is self-help. Motivate young men to be men and be better, right? But all they do is they bow down to him and he lives out their, their shit and they live vicariously through Andrew Tate and they worship him. He's keeping, you in, he's keeping you in the matrix. Andrew Tate is smart enough to craft his positive message in a way that is digestible for everyone and non-offensive. That dude, him and his brother are extremely intelligent and they're smart enough to craft their message in a way that doesn't have to be offensive, doesn't have to involve OnlyFans and and Bugattis and whatever, right? I think, I think you know, sometimes people do that out of insecurity too, though. He is all insecurity, really, yes. I think a lot of people try and um, brag about, you know, what they haven't. And how we were talking about before, like people want to see that. At the same time, I think that a lot of people that are insecure live their life through doing that to make themselves feel better. Yeah. So. so the thing with Andrew though, you can't really know if he's actually insecure until you spend a month with him because. We've been meeting people personally, right? Like in, you know, meeting people online or knowing their character that they play online until you meet them in person. What I've noticed with this internet world is, and people in the crypto space even, it's totally different. Yeah. Like people will think you're, like think you're a dick and then they meet you in person and they're like you're so kind and humble and right yeah the thing with andrew is he has an alternative motive which is views likes money business building mm. empire shit i could rant about right? this actually <laughs> like that's his ulterior motive so you never yeah. really know if he's insecure truly because he's posting the bugatti to get mm. more views so you never really know though the human Andrew, is he actually insecure? Yeah. We can't know until we spend time with the right, and man himself. And actually meet them. We yeah. just know these characters yeah. online. Yeah. Awesome. Got I some rapid fire for me I or do have rapid fire questions for you. Um, 
there's honestly, I could keep talking to you for another hour, but let's, yeah, let's rapid fire these I'm sure we'll off. have some two hour ones, three hour okay, ones. Okay, and we're just doing this or that. Okay. And so they're going to be quick. Okay. Um, Do I get to explain why this or that or no? Just this or that right away? No, it's okay. one or the other. Just one or the other. Um, sit with Elon Musk for a day or Joe Rogan? Oh my goodness. Elon Musk. Off grid on an island beach or off grid in the mountains? Off grid in the mountains. LeBron or Durant? LeBron. Adele or Taylor Swift songs? <sighs> Adele. Rich and famous or unknown? Mm, unknown, but with the possibility be, of getting rich. Would you rather be rich and famous or unknown by everybody in the world? Rich and famous. Um, vacation or staycation? Vacation. Vacation. <laughs> Underestimated or overestimated? Underestimated. <laughs> Loud neighbors or nosy neighbors? <sighs> Loud neighbors. You could go on Joe Rogan's podcast or the Nelk podcast. Joe Rogan. Good pick. French fries or ketchup chips? You can only have one for the rest of your life. French fries? What the heck? Yeah. French fries. French fries? Or ketchup chips? You guys know how much only? Mason eats a big bag of chips a day, if not two. <laughs> My vice. <laughs> fries is or chips. chips? Fries. Fries. Okay. Um, oh the... no, that you changed the question on me. No, fries or chips? Oh, chips. <laughs> I did say ketchup chips, yeah. but fries or chips? Chips. Chips. Um, meet the smartest person in the world or the richest person in the world? The richest. Success or happiness? That happiness is success. Success or happiness. Happiness. Success isn't necessarily happiness because people can be successful. No, I said but happiness not find is that success. Happiness. happiness is success. <laughs> um, pause time or rewind time? Like pause time at will? Just would you pause time or would you rewind time if you could do one or the other? Rewind. Um, Drake or The Weeknd? The Weeknd. <laughs> Laundry or dishes? <laughs> Don't do either. <laughs> dishes. <laughs> and finally, last question. And I think I know the answer, but XRP or H-bar? H-bar. <laughs> I give a different answer than the You give a different answer each time. Exactly. Um, it's impossible. Yeah, that was great. So, that was amazing. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching Or listening, listening on Spotify. On Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music. We are on all platforms. Make sure you follow the Gold, the Gold Squad. The Gold Squad and the Gold Pod on all platforms. Also, we want a bit... We want... Because if someone's listening right now, they made it through an hour. So big shout out to you. If you're still listening, you're clearly here for the ride. Like, you're listening to the full episode. So, you know, go to each link in the description and follow on all platforms because you clearly enjoyed this. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we're pumping out the... Make sure you follow the Clips channel as well. We're pumping out the shortened clips. We're pumping out the TikToks, Instagram. I'm excited for the this podcast. The machine is building. I get excited for this. Same. And I can't wait. Now that, now that we've kind of covered both of us, now we can... Get into more other stuff. Get into stuff. everything. But yeah. we also... I do feel like we went way more in depth 
on me. <laughs> Kinda. There's. I don't know. <laughs> it'll come out. Like I said before, it'll come out like yeah. and infuse itself. If there's it. questions you guys want to know or you want us to ask each other, make sure you drop them in the comments down below or send us a DM on the gold pod and let us know because this is an everything podcast. We're going to make it your new favorite podcast and we will ask the questions. Nothing is off limits. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You know what? Nothing I'm going to put a, I'm going to put something in the description. Submit Topics. Submit your questions. Yeah, or yeah. questions. I'm going to put that in the description, yeah. so go look for that. Awesome. All right. We're wrapping this up. Have a great day, we everyone, and we'll see you again next week. Yay. Yay.